Just before I start this episode, I would like to wish everyone a very happy new year. I want to wish all wanderers a great year ahead, full of happiness and full of mind wandering to all your random topics and ideas that hopefully I will get to. Um, I just want to make a small announcement as well before we start the show. The podcast will now only be released every fortnight on a Sunday. So that is every fortnight on a Sunday. And I hope in between I might add in some extra episodes just to keep you guys topped up. So, yeah, let's get back to the show. You are now tuned in to the Mind Wanderers podcast, the podcast where we wander and explore the world around us. I'm your host, Timmy Chatelou, and this is episode five. 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 Hello and welcome to the Mind Wanderers podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I want to say a quick thank you to anyone who's listened to the last episode called Politically Fluid. For any of you guys who have not heard that episode, I think it'll be really, really interesting for you guys to check it out. Find out where you find find out where you are on the political scale. Find out what you think about social freedom. Find out what you think about economics. And just all in all, give yourself a bit more depth to who you are. Um, so yeah, please go check out that last episode and please go check out any other episodes of the Mind Wanderers podcast. So at the end of the third episode, I don't know if any of you guys remember, but I did say I will get a guest onto the podcast. So I have now done that. And now here he is. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? Um, my name is Deji Shetirulu. Um, I'm currently a finance graduate and also the founder of Obsidian Network. Yes, yes, he is. He uh, is. Uh, just to go, just to briefly talk about Obsidian Network, it's basically a platform for young black males. Not there isn't really an age limit that um, just to provide them, provide them a platform for them to connect and to you know prosper in whatever personal or career. Um, ventures that they're really going on yeah so so just to let you guys know the whole reason i started this podcast was actually inspired by this man sitting here i don't know if you heard his surname but if you did hear his surname then you know yes he is my brother deji chatelou timmy chatelou come on two plus two (laughs) does equal four so i have my brother here on the first episode of the mind wanderers podcast i believe him to be a fellow mind wanderer and i just want to firstly say i just want to give him a quick shout out because I've never seen someone so dedicated towards something that they're growing themselves. And when it comes to the Obsidian Network, I remember I would come home, I would probably be like, sit down, eat some food, probably watch Rick and Morty (laughs) or some shit. And I will have my brother there just working away, working away. I'll be like, what are you working on? And he was just like, I want to create this network of just young professionals because I never had that when I was at uni. And at the time I just thought, okay, that's a pretty cool idea. But now as I've seen it grow and grow and grow just through sheer hard work 
determination and basically uh, building a network of people around you he has managed to build the obsidian network and i'm very proud of him so uh, there would be no mind wanderers podcast if there is uh, no obsidian network I'm, so i'm flattered i'm flattered i'm flattered <laughs> just wanted to let you guys know uh, that before we no, start it's, it's, it's great it's great to be here bro it's great so to thank you very much for joining me today deji um what we're going to be talking about today so that you guys know as well um it is on the topic or theme of networking and networking is a foundation to our life effectively because when you look at how the world has managed to get itself to the stages at now it's all through different sorts of relationships that have effectively collaborated and built different innovative ideas or structures or just groups of people who have been able to lean on one another or support one another through hard times and we've seen how fundamental this concept of networking is to our lives and i thought it would be a really cool theme just to look through and understand and as i have someone here who is actually as we speak cultivating a network cultivating a community i thought it would be a really good idea to explore that theme with deji today yeah 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 so um as i said before you know the obsidian network is just a platform for young black males to connect with one another Um, just young black males anyone else uh, the thing is, young and old, but <laughs> but um, yeah, as as it is right now, it's currently for young black males. As 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 you already said, in university, I felt there was a um a void that mm-hmm. I that was that needed to be filled, and like I, I could have been complaining for God knows how many years, but um, I finally took the leap of faith, you know, to create a network full of young black males right now we're around 250 350 members you know (laughs) (laughs) um full of ambitious young black males and yeah it's it's thriving but you know uh we're looking to go to even higher heights and i guess this is just the start of it um and i think the main essence of it was just to kind of provide the stepping stones into creating a community um of young black males who thrive off of each other as i felt that was needed in oh, my okay. life in okay. my life so yeah and to be honest um fun fact me and deji both went to the same university so <laughs> whatever experience you went through i being another young black male i probably went through something similar yeah, as well probably did <laughs> and i do understand where it's coming from a lot of the time when we're growing up we sometimes don't actually have a community that is devoted to the advancement of ourselves or us as a person um you may have um groups of friends that are like that but you don't have an outside network of people that are their main aim is for the whole group to thrive not just for a particular project and so i thought it was a really cool idea it's it's thriving and that is uh, the testimony to any idea is how much engagement is coming with the idea and with the amount of people that are joining every single day i feel this is a really cool idea it's something that's going to be massive i can see it getting massive i can see I can see people in government thinking, no, we need to talk to someone in the Obsidian Network (laughs) in order to gain access. Yeah, because sometimes, just like how your parents may say, you're not going to listen to me, but you'll listen to your older cousin. I feel it's the same way as certain young black people won't 
listen to an older white person yeah, or yeah. they need people with it who've gone through their way of life who understand the way they speak who yeah. understand the way they move in order to uh, to take that information in and for it to resonate with them a lot more yeah and, and i think just to add on to that as well like just as you said about uh, kind of gaining different things from different people or being able to actually understand the message from a certain person for um for example in university i had a mentor who was um you know a successful um uh, white guy in his industry successful white guy no way <laughs> such a such a surprise um but yeah so and you know um it was it was a good experience but i don't feel that there was that sort of connect that i thought i could have been had with someone of my own color or someone who's been through my own experiences as well so i just feel like that's another kind of facet that i really want to um include or involve in my network as well just the fact that you can look to um other young black males um older than you that have been through the same experiences and connect on that level rather than having someone who doesn't know your experiences at all doesn't understand it but it's just kind of regurgitating what they've done in their life but it doesn't connect with you so that's another facet of obsidian network that i feel is extremely important especially within um our society right now yeah no that is very very true um so there's one thing i like to start each episode with yeah. and i'm now going to call it you are the first person to hear this oh it's now going to be called wonder of the week wonder of the week wonder of the week i like it I yeah like wonder it. of the week yeah, like so it. wonder of the week is effectively where has your mind where's the most random place your mind has taken you to okay. this week and elaborate on that okay uh I'm trying to think um um actually there was an article that well not really article but an event that happened this week in was it australia or new zealand oh i think i know which one yeah 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 i think it was uh yeah about leave it yeah volcano erupting yeah oh yeah yeah. um and uh yeah i was just reading about that and they said that um you know there there weren't any um kind of significant signs that the volcano was going to erupt Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. but when that kind of got me thinking like just the whole aspect of volcano that they are both destructive but they also create as well because like there are islands uh, there's land that's been created by volcanoes Mm -hmm. because of course i'm not sure i'm not too sure i'm not saying the geography yeah yeah yeah. like you know um once the magma settles and everything Mm -hmm. that of course creates land Land, but at the same time it's very destructive in terms of uh how it you know i think right now the death toll has gone up to 15 and it just it destroys the settlements for our surrounding the area yeah, so it just got me thinking like a volcano you can't really um hate this volcanoes <laughs> because they're, they're part of the reason why our, a lot of our lands are here now in terms of the formation of our land but at the same time um they're just very destructive yeah i I wouldn't want to see one but you know yeah yeah (laughs) oh i want to see one that's sleeping yeah yeah, that's my one of the week oh that's really 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 cool i'm sure have i ever thought about volcanoes like that i've never been to a volcano and luckily yeah luckily yeah (laughs) at the moment now i don't think i'm gonna go visit any volcano but that's very that's very interesting no i haven't uh, because you also get underwater volcanoes as well and i'm just trying to think what did they do so is it that they released a magma and it just immediately cools and then i don't even know actually actually read about that um well i think it said it in the article so basically what happens is that um uh, due to well, it depends because due to the sheer pressure that is in the volcano, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes um, when it erupts, the amount of pressure 
within the or the the tunnel of the volcano it just instantly turns the water into steam mm-hmm. and so then any well, i think i'm not too sure of the radius or the circumference if i have to be around okay the um eruption mm-hmm. but anything gets like burnt or hit by the steam because the, the pressure is ridiculous and so anything oh, around wow. that gets kind of you know uh, is it what decimated or is it vaporized? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not a scientist, but I know that why um, not? Yeah, the this, the steam from when it erupts is is crazy in terms of its impact for the things around it. Oh yeah, no, that that is quite interesting. I haven't actually thought about volcanoes yeah. that yeah. deeply. <laughs> but um, yeah, for my wonder of the week, um, I met a really interesting um, person this week when I was doing my course, and um, he asked me why are most paintings in square and i was just thinking oh shit that's true why are most paintings square or like rectangle what is that why is that and me being me i decided to do some further research (laughs) and (laughs) it boiled down to the answer of back in the day when people made paintings firstly they needed a way to transport them without them getting messed up and and when they used to paint it they found that these uh, wooden frames were quite good for keeping pictures in place and then it also added to this idea of a picture is effectively um, a space in someone's mind and so they thought the square um, the square shape was uh, was it looked like you're looking into a window okay yeah. and when you're looking into a window you're looking inside like a different reality so okay. the reason why they stuck with the sort of square shape was yeah. because it always added this element of looking into a into different reality okay. into a different reality oh, or into, reality. Or oh, okay, into okay, the okay. painter's yeah. mind or something so that's okay. why they effectively stuck with it and also because it's quite portable <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I, I think it, it, when it comes to that like let's say portraits were circle uh, or like let's say they're oval like and uh, not square like how how would that change our perception of that even if like how do you think it would change our perception of just portraits or like art i'm not itself? i'm not too sure because once you 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 don't normally get a lot of paintings that are or that are in a circle frame effectively yeah you don't yeah yeah, yeah. you don't get a lot but, but, uh, but uh, that's that's because as you just said, um, it, it started off because it was square. Like, the, what, you said... Like, yeah, yeah, it started off square. It started off being square. Mm. So I'm always saying, like, what about if it was circle? Let's say let's say circle was easy to, to transport and, you know, people like seeing it, But you circle. don't... But then windows aren't square. So I think the whole reason why they stuck with the square mm. sort, sort of shape was because it it made it look like Making you're it, looking okay, into a different reality. But I swear, didn't... Um, Doctor Strange to go to look for another reality. He did the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he made it. He made it oval. No, it was an oval. It was oval. Yeah, so yeah. You, you know, Marvel, get your shit yeah, straight. Yeah, get your shit straight. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so before we digress too much, yeah. um, going back to why I've actually invited Deji over here to speak with me today. Yeah. Apart from being a fellow mind wanderer, someone who thinks outside the box, someone who tries to just learn more things about the world around them, allows yeah. their mind to wander. So yeah. he allowed his mind to wander to the idea of the Obsidian Network. Yeah. And even though the name does say network, I would just want you to somewhat, do you believe it's a network or a community? Um, 
just seen it over the past few months. I say, I say it's a it's a community just because of the notion that a network is just a a bunch of different relationships, a bunch of different personal. No, I say personal, but interpersonal relationships between a number of different people. Ah, yeah, that's, but, that's actually quite true. Yeah, but um, the Obsidian Network goes a lot deeper than that. So we, I'll, I'd call it a community because I feel I feel a belonging in the network, mm-hmm. and that's what community is all about. Mm-hmm. Community is all about you having a belonging into a. Uh, maybe it's even a social circle you know it could be your workplace it can mm-hmm. be a lot of few places but you have a belonging in where in that certain place mm-hmm. and i feel that i do have a belonging in the group of black men that the obsidian network resides mm-hmm. and so um I've, and i feel a lot of people do have that sense as well mm-hmm. um especially because um from the testimonials or like just people talking to me about the network they feel that they have been able to come to it mm-hmm. for their personal issues as yeah. well as their professional, professional. issues. Well. Oh, okay. Yes. So best of both worlds, effectively. It, it, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, I feel networks really focus on one thing specifically, but the Obsidian Network focuses on, on a range of things. Okay. So both, as you said, both professional Not and personal, personal things mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, I'd call it a community, but just, just on the basis that I have a belonging and others have a belonging in um, the network. Yeah. And... I do feel a belonging because I recently, I wouldn't say I, I was part of the first people to join. No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I was part of the first. But after I did join, I've started to see the community feel about it. You have individuals from various walks of life who now feel part of this group who are all um, who have all agreed upon this sort of mantra of helping fellow young black males, yeah. whether it be personally or professionally. Yeah. And I just feel like that idea has such, um, it has so so much legs to it in terms yeah, of nah, it. Yeah. Because nowadays, and you said the reason why you started it, or I remember you telling me the reason yeah. why you started it was because you felt you didn't have that sort of network or community. Yeah, you do yeah. have ACS groups and whatnot, yeah. but less uh, for anyone who's been to uni, I know what ACS <laughs> is. We all know that as the as with all the good ACS can do, there yeah. is some times a element of okay no this it, is lacking in, in it, sort of some it, areas yeah it's lacking in some areas and sometimes the seriousness of yeah, what it's yeah. meant to um establish is can sometimes get lost i'm yeah. not saying in all situations so oh yeah acs's don't come and say oh my one <laughs> podcast says acs is shit no. yeah, um, yeah. i'm not saying that i'm just saying because i have i have been to acs um when i was um actually my friend my one of my best friends was the um president of the society oh, when i was also, there yeah also? yeah oh. i was yeah i yeah, did, yeah, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah, the, he yeah. was the, he was a president when he was there and i'm not saying it was for funny like yeah. he definitely put all he's all into it but yeah. i think the general consensus as we as we speak here now is sometimes acs is a bit of yeah. it's more social than it is a case yeah. of building a network and a community yeah. and, and, and not to go into and an, into acs into acs but i feel like j- just during my university experience mm-hmm. i don't feel that had that there was kind of a void for me when it came to the uh, representation of black men um, as kind of figureheads in okay, in, okay. in in industries mm-hmm. in in life in, as in general as well like as, as role models, yeah, as well, as role models yeah. essentially and of course I have my own circle mm-hmm. that but um, with my my circle in university, it was mm-hmm. more on the socializing aspects. Okay, um, but there's also there was that void where I wanted to you know professionally. 
I wanted to grow as well. Mm-hmm. And just in terms of my character, my personality, just yep. my skills. But it was that void that I thought, like, you know, I'm sure there's other um, black men, in, of course, in the world that is, are also aspiring to improve those things as well. And get to those further levels yeah, and exactly. need advice as to how to get to those it, levels. It, yeah, Exactly. And I also heard from other friends as well that they, like, it's not as easy to, I feel, connect with other black men in, a, in that sense. Oh, okay. And so that's why I thought to create the platform where it's a lot easier through, um, well, initially through WhatsApp. We're, mm-hmm. we're moving to te- Telegram now, mm-hmm. but initially we're on WhatsApp. And mm-hmm. I feel that, medium is a lot easier to connect with other people who mm. are he he may not be the same in every sense but mm. you've got those common bases yeah. where whether it's the industry that you work in mm-hmm. whether it's the hobby that you do mm-hmm. where's where you come from yeah. there's always that relatability that i feel as black men we have um we have and like we have the most in common yeah. for example mm-hmm. um so you would say a main benefit of the network is effectively to bridge that gap between yeah. people who are looking to either network or connect with yeah. fellow young black people yeah, yeah. and the people who have something to give yeah, and yeah. They, because so i i do sometimes feel a lot of people have information knowledge skills that they can offer to other people yeah. however no one wants to feel like they're selling themselves effectively yeah, yeah. so no one wants to then be going out putting it on blast so once you're part of a community is like a good example i can say is for myself Mm. i started a podcast i needed some animation material and i didn't know where to go i was about to go onto fiverr which and that has some it's a bit disconnected in a degree because it's still in a professional capacity yeah however through the network i managed to meet um these really cool guys clapped and um eddie and emdu uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah Eddie yeah, and M do, yeah. and they they created an animation for me, which I was I was so completely outstanded yeah. by because it was so so good. Yeah. But the whole point of what I'm trying to say here is this was through it was bridging that gap effectively yeah, of yeah. and it's uh, enabling collaboration as it, well. Essentially, and like even I've got, I've got my own story. Um, uh, when it came to okay, like through the network, I've been able to go. Um, speak on my first podcast which was Tag Me In Podcast oh okay yeah I've funny enough yeah, been on that yeah, one we, as well we've we, we both been on it shout out Tag Me In Podcast yeah. shout out Anton and Ola. Anton Ola yeah so like I, was, I had opportunity to go on to my first podcast through the network and also I was able to volunteer at schools okay because of an uh, individual through the yeah, network through the network and okay okay so the network um, um, kind of exposed me to so many more opportunities that I probably would not have been able to experience mm-hmm. Um, through the, the networks to the relationships that I've been able to build mm-hmm. um, through it. And even I've got one strange story where um, one of my friends, he, he works at a, a, a bank. Um, he joined the network. Okay. And, you know, he just threw in, he threw in a question into, into our chat saying, oh, you know, uh, anyone from the bank, you know, work there also? Yeah. And he found two other people oh. from the bank that works there, but he didn't know them before. And like that does show me the power of a network because yeah, possibly, that is crazy. Yeah, but possibly, possibly without the presence of the network, without that platform, they mm-hmm. may have never, never met. met. Yeah, and now it's the case where you know they're able, like they, at least they know that they they've got someone they can go to. Yeah, and back. whenever you're part of a group, just like eat like Fight Club for example, you always see if you see someone else who's part of that club, you're just, yeah. do you automatically have something in common? Yeah, exactly. And whether it be you need someone to go like if you guys have the same hobbies yeah. or same yeah. interests, you can then find someone. If you have it like for example, I'm I'm very interested 
interested in going to exhibitions sometimes yeah. and if no one's around to follow you this is just another avenue yeah, to find someone exactly, else who exactly. actually like has interest in what you have interest yeah. in too so no that is really really good one question i really like because whenever i think of networks i'm always just thinking okay if i join a network now yeah i may benefit but what what could be the potential disadvantages of a network? Because that's another, when you're yeah. exploring a topic, you can't just always What's say it's all good, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, so what, from your experience from creating the network and from maintaining it and getting mm -hmm. it up to this point, what would you say is a potential downside of networking? Um, I think, uh, like, through my experience of the network, I feel that if, I feel sometimes you may get lost within the network. Okay. And, and, and when I say that, it's not like... Um, people overshadow you but i feel sometimes you may not know when to, when to get in mm -hmm. when you're seeing people you know conversating you it may not be something that you're interested in mm -hmm. and if you constantly see that you may become disinterested in oh yeah in in the network mm -hmm. and yes i'll say sometimes you can feel lost okay within, within the network. even though it's, it's it's a platform for you to use mm -hmm. but it may not be what um the general things that people you know talk about um uh, meet about may not be what you're interest, interested in. Mm -hmm. So I thought the disadvantage sometimes for a network is that uh, what it covers may not be specifically what people are really uh, inter interested looking in. For. And okay. that may make them feel lost, mm -hmm. not, not um, kind of, uh, I won't say valued, but mm -hmm. their interests may feel, mm -hmm. make them feel, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, alienated. Yes, that's the good word. Uh, yeah. a, a feeling of alienation, uh, which I have seen and especially because um, with a network, as because we're based in London, mm -hmm. uh, it's well. I'm I live in London as well, so it's quite hard um, for people outside, okay, outside okay. London mm -hmm. to, to actually actually get involved. Right, right. And that's another feeling of being lost because also, oh, I'm the only one in. Let's say. Um, Let's say Scunthorpe. <laughs> Let's say Scunthorpe. Let's say Scunthorpe. Yeah, Scunthorpe. Let's okay, say Scunthorpe. I'm the only one in Scunthorpe, mm -hmm. uh, but everyone else is in London. And, yeah, and it's not. It's not like we've um, gone out to do that explicitly or like on purpose mm -hmm. but sometimes that's just what's happened oh okay we're, we're, we're as, a, as a result yeah, as a, as but a result, the, yeah. the the flip side to that argument could be you, it's good that you're even reaching people yeah, that far yeah. so there's there's that flip side as well but that's very interesting that you say sometimes individuals can get lost within the group yeah. would you what would you say to those individuals for anyone who might not be part of obsidian or part of another group yeah. where they're somewhat feeling a bit lost yeah. where what would you advise to them to somewhat at least make it beneficial yeah. for them or i think the only thing that you, not the only thing but one thing that you can do is try your best to um, go out of that comfort zone to just think that okay i'm the only one in this network and you know i'm the only one but why are you the only one yeah if you understand mm -hmm. what i mean they're, they're like it's impossible that you're the only one yeah and yeah. that's one thing the internet exactly. has showed yeah, us nowadays like, that you're rarely the only one yeah, with a particular thought one, or honestly. particular way of doing yeah. things so it's like you're, you're not the only one um let's say for a specific place mm -hmm. it's, it's very 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 rare that you're, you're the only one mm -hmm. um who's in that situation as well and sometimes it just takes for you to um take a step out of your comfort zone to go and search for those who are in the same position as you or who's mm -hmm. got that um same problem as you or mm -hmm. who you also want to be um who you want to join the network with mm -hmm. for example and mm -hmm. so you have someone that you can actually go and meet with and everything and as well as that um 
Yeah, if if it's a case where you you may, for example, maybe too far from a network, sometimes there may be ones local to you. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, in, in, in which in mm-hmm. which you can use as well. Uh, I c- I've I've just joined one that's a bit more local as well. So there's usually opportunities for you locally as well. Okay. But, but um, yeah, when it comes to a network uh, in its totality, um. Any advice I can give is 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 quite hard because with in the age of social media and the age of instant messaging, you have the ability to speak to people like without any barriers yeah. uh, at all. But I guess it's the physical your physical presence sometimes. Yeah, if you're able to go there, then it may be quite difficult for you to feel like you're part of that network. But the best you can do is find someone that's local to you, or you know, try your best to go out and actually meet people and the reason why that's so i guess so relevant to me is on the basis that i would see myself as someone um naturally where i don't normally come out of um the, the, the podcast for me is one of the first steps moving out of my comfort zone and second second part is i i'm not someone who would join a local community or who would do something like that so when you're now saying that that is the best way to go about networking it's it's some somewhat speaking to me as well because in order to get things done in this day and age of the internet it's best to build as good a network as possible and that network will then evolve into a community however sometimes people expect that network to be ready made and for that network to just exist somewhere and they'll stumble upon it yeah like i think with that um one one thing that i have seen over the course of the since the network has been created Mm -hmm. it's the net of course like this is of course um, common sense but the network is made of people and the network can only be thriving or the community can only be thriving by those who are in the community mm-hmm. so if people aren't for example contributing any any you know information resources anything that creates what the community is then it won't thrive it won't it won't exist because the community is just made up of the people that are within it yeah if none of those people are um, um, proactive, yeah, proactive yeah. doing anything to actually make um, com- um, maybe fulfill the objectives of that community, then the com- community might as not w- might as well not be there. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, no, thank you very much for that. Um, I did have another question for you, yep. and um, I want to find out: Do you know what a maven is? Maybe. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Don't check your phone. Tell the truth. Hey, my phone's a bit far right now. But, <laughs> um, no, no. I, I think the word the word is familiar. The word is familiar. But no. So I believe somewhat in the Obsidian Network, you may be hosting a lot of Maven people right now, and that what is that because mean? a Maven is someone who is part of a vast network of um connections and they're so senior within that connection that they act as though they're the tipping point for particular ideas so okay let's say one person has an idea Mm. who tells a second person Mm. who tells a third person Mm. who tells a fourth person however with all the first four people that have been told nothing has actually come about from the idea it's just basically word of mouth for now however if that fourth person then tells a fifth person fifth person being a maven that maven person is basically the person who takes an idea yeah. from an idea and transitions it 
into, into the actual product okay, or okay, okay. or basically executes it. Okay. So what I believe the Obsidian Network has at the moment it's is a lot mavens. of mavens. Okay. So, so would you count yourself as a maven? Um, I I wouldn't just in terms of because I'm you know I'm a I don't think for myself to be so you know one of those sort of people but i think i'm at the end of the day yeah let me pick myself up for once <laughs> um, um yeah i feel like I, i'm a maven um and mavens are important i guess mavens are always important for anything to happen at the, at the end the end of the day i i I'd think but yeah, like I, I see myself as a maven. <laughs> yeah, and it's also, it's also, it can be in regards to people as well. So okay. say if one person oh, okay. wants to meet another person, yeah, 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 a maven yeah. is that individual in between those two oh. that acts as the shortest point of person A being able to reach person yeah, B. Yeah, I'm a maven then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a maven. Yeah, yeah. Big so, up myself. so it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be in regards of a product or an okay, idea. Okay, okay, but yeah. I really like this idea of maven. And then I saw it, the idea actually came about from an individual called Malcolm Gladwell and um, he went on to describe something called a super maven Mm -hmm. and a super maven was essentially someone who through their vast network that they have accumulated through Mm. their life, through traveling, through joining different groups, through being part of different organizations, different workplaces, has built up this massive network of people that they are connected to. And therefore they are like essentially the center point for that. And that is what you call a super maven. And if I wanted to give a really good example I, of I, I know the person, I know the person though, yeah. nah I don't yeah. think you do no, 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 no. let me let me say it. so if I wanted to give an example of someone who's a super maven yeah. have you guys ever heard of someone called Clarence Avant of course I have no, no, no. okay so so who's Clarence Avant so um, oh, that's the thing you can't really put a specific role on like a specific title or role on so uh, also his name is the Black Godfather yes 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 I really yes. like that name um, <laughs> yeah so like um, Clarence Avon is basically um, yeah as, as we said the Black Godfather who's been the kind of puppeteer no not really puppeteer but uh, Super uh, Maven yeah it's a Super Maven yeah that's the show <laughs> it's a Super Maven within the entertainment um, actually music is underneath entertainment uh, but let me just go under so the music uh, film uh, radio um, what other industries has he worked yeah, whatever in film um, industry uh, oh politics as well Poli- yeah politics yeah politics as well, as well yeah. and so basically what he's done he's been the center point of um of all these industries or whenever deals have to be created and he's the one that um is the person who brings people together so for example and um when i'm trying to think when uh, sorry yeah. just not oh, to oh, not to oh, cut you off just uh, to exemplify what Deji is actually referring to right now i'm just gonna play a song and i want to find out if you guys have heard of this song before Sorry, I didn't know at the beginning it takes yeah, so long. So it's on the last beginning. I'm <laughs> just gonna skip this a bit. Yeah. 
Okay, that, that gives it away. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that gives it away. <laughs> so ha- I just wanted to find out. So the Clarence Avon um, character that we are referring to, he was the man behind making Lean On Me yeah. such a global hit. There is no Lean On Me because Bill Withers, who actually sang the song, yeah. didn't want to put that out as a single. Yeah. It was this super maven called Clarence Avon who had his hands in so many different pies because he was so gifted in networking and yeah. being able to bring people together yeah. in order to collaborate yeah. and so I just wanted to really just like discuss Clarence Avon and yeah. how you're aspiring to be effectively the new Clarence Avon oh I've got some some big shoes to fill if I'm trying to call I think <laughs> I personally think you can do it I personally but think you can yeah, do it so, so um, one of the reasons why I feel Clarence Avon is something that I'm aspiring to is uh, specifically from the documentary on Netflix you can you can find on Netflix that um i watched and where it just goes through his life talking about all the different um places where he's had what, what's this oh lean on me <laughs> yeah no, it just goes through all the different um stages of his life where he's had such an influence on bringing people together so for example um when it comes to et um he was actually the the pivotal point of the music behind E.T. So what, oh, okay. what had happened is that um, f- he took the pianist from a popular kind of pop group back okay. in the, uh, I can't what specific era it was. So he took the pianist from a group mm-hmm. um, to then produce um, some of the music on E.T. Okay. Um, you know, the film Extraterrestrial, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but he wanted um, Michael Jackson to actually um, narrate the music from from that movie. Oh, okay. So he, so he wanted, of course, he wanted Michael Jackson to narrate the uh, movie. But however, Michael Jackson was under C, I think CBS, mm-hmm. and um, I think the pianist was under some other different record label. Mm-hmm. So, and but what Michael Jackson did was that he actually produced or produced an album for uh, ET mm-hmm. without the permission of CBS. Oh. Uh, and you know um, the. The owner or the CEO of CBS. See your ass. <laughs> Literally, he, he put a restra- restraining order on the actual um, album that Mike Justin had produced okay. for it. Um, but what Clarence Avon did was that he sat, like, sat, there's a picture even, he sat ev- everyone down. And I think within, I can't remember how many, within how many minutes, he sorted out the deal between um, CBS, Michael Jackson's album, and um, the pianist who would help produced the music that's crazy and helped it to produce the music for et and then mm-hmm. et beca- went to become you know the i come i don't know the black yeah, godfather yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like et was one of the biggest movies um from back from back in the day oh and yeah and he had he played a pivotal yeah, role it's, in it's that. such a pivotal role in it and it's just examples like that where i want to be the bridge between different people like um, as humans, we always have problems, like or issue or things that we want to deal with mm-hmm. um, in our lives, and um, for that, sometimes you need a bridge. Yeah. And I want to potentially be that bridge between whether it's well, for myself, like let's say getting that new job mm-hmm. or finding finding the. Yeah, a, a business partner to or like with. in my case yeah. like finding animators for a yeah, podcast exa- even if exactly. it's something as small as e- that exactly and I just hope to be that bridge um, that people are looking for just to find what they're looking for mm. because of course when you're when you're in your own circle you may not be able to um, find someone who you want something from yeah. because of course your circle is very your mm. circle is generally very small but if you have a network or community mm. 
in which um, I can provide a platform for, whether it's through WhatsApp or Telegram. I hope to bridge that gap in what your current um, set of resources yeah. and what you need, yeah. essentially. So. To, like just thinking about it now, what your network does is effectively when so if you want to take this example of when someone's looking for a job, yeah. when someone's looking for a job, yeah. effectively there's there's two ways that yeah. you can look for a job: job yeah. hunting, go online, start yeah. checking, and there's also word of mouth. Who yeah, do I exactly. know that can potentially get me a job? We all have friends or have been that person yeah. who've asked, "Oh, can you get me a job yeah. there?" And so networking, for example, or the Obsidian Network, for example, yeah. is that conduit for you to say, "Okay, I have a bank of individuals here that yeah. can potentially I can help." Because yeah. you, you, one thing you don't want as part of your networking, and one thing I would maybe advocate as well is never be a complete taker in yeah, fact yeah, start off being the most giving yeah. generous person at yeah. all and that will all feed back yeah, back to exactly. you in due time because i feel like um especially what i've seen is that the more you give the more you like, the, it, like literally just like you said the more you give is the more you receive because yeah. people are, are kind of more friendly to those who they've seen yeah have voluntarily given to yeah. wherever it is that you need yeah so for example uh one guy was looking for a job um, no, he was looking for a job at a specific accountancy company, but some guy was already working there. And so the guy helped him through the whole process of going, you know, um, interviews, the cover letter, or, you know, the, all these um, grueling stages of uh, uh, application process and helped him get the job. Mm-hmm. And uh, through that, like, people were a lot more accommodating to when that guy was asking for anything in on our platform yeah and it just shows you that giving is just as important as receiving as receiving from, within from, a network yeah, and it's 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 what the network ultimately fit, fit, fit wants to bring yeah. to the individual yeah, yeah it wants to take away that sense of it's just a and b and it wants to make it a b c d e f g are yeah. all working together to for this certain goal yeah a can provide this and um f can then give a something yeah, in exactly. regards yeah, to it yeah. but then none of it is a transaction sort of relationship no, no. it's more a relationship where you you want to do it you're more yeah. you feel inclined to do it yeah. and you want to help everyone else get to a bit better stage yeah. and it's a collaboration to move forwards and move upwards yeah because um, i think as i said before the a community only works if the members work as well yeah like yeah. That, that's the value it's of like the a group project yeah it li- <laughs> oh, no. oh, the thing is it's, it's strange that like i'm trying to build a group because back in university i n- never wanted to do any group oh, work i, did, I didn't never there's always those what well, who was i within because you know there's always yeah, those there's jokes people. so who are you within the group <laughs> if i'm gonna be deadly honest I'm someone who comes in at like the third quarter. It's just yeah. like, okay, what we what got here? Right? Are we in a good position, yeah. bad what, what position? What are we doing, lads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what we got on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where are we? Where, where have we got this yeah. team? <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, no, as I was going back, yeah, so um, a community is only as good as the members within it. Correct. And so what, what I'm really an, ad- an advocate for is that people should use the network because at the end of the day, we all want something that we want to work for us. And so it, like... The network is literally at the palm of your hand. It's on WhatsApp. It's not like you have to travel to Timbuktu to to go access the network. Mm -hmm. And with software that's so easily accessible, like why not um, uh, kind of uh, benefit yourself the most from from having that 
never yeah. got the palm of your hand. Mm. So yeah. No, I fully agree because um, there was a phrase that um, Clarence Avon actually said in his documentary. I would advise anyone who wants to find out about Clarence Avon. He is a really interesting character. Yeah. If you're someone like me who doesn't necessarily want to be front and center in front of everyone, yeah, but yeah. very much wants to influence behind the scenes, I think Clarence Avon is definitely someone you should check out again. Um, his surname is spelled A V a and t yeah just so yeah. that you guys know but he had a phrase in which he says i don't have problems i have friends and to me that speaks so much to yeah, what those. obsidian can yeah. become you don't have problems you yeah, have friends, friends that can yeah. help you deal with those yeah. problems because once you have a network or community i keep yeah. i say network but network and network is the start of it community is where it ends up yeah. and so any any group whatnot is moving from a network into a community yeah. and so with that you've got people who you deem as friends yeah. and that can help you yeah and, and so and, and, and even going on from that like like if i just list a few names in but he's actually helped to progress their career so he's helped obama when he was trying to become president oh yeah he's helped yep. um was it bill clinton yeah uh, on on his own um campaign as well yeah he's helped michael jackson he's yep. helped muhammad ali yeah he's helped um oh what's this person ludicrous yeah he's helped uh, um diddy he's helped oh he's helped uh, uh, uh so A many wide people. range yeah, of oh, yeah, people like, like it, the, the list is probably endless yeah. in just that from those people who's helped, mm. how that's then had a ripple effect for them to be helping other people for, and how many yeah. other careers have created, been yeah. created from those deals that he's executed. And he's effectively formed a community by himself yeah. and the focal point is himself. Yeah. However, the mantra of the community is to resemble how he how he has helped other people yeah, yeah. and so you see it quite a lot with people who've come under him yeah. as they're trying to reciprocate this yeah. sort of uh mentorship that he gave to them and yeah. push it on to the next yeah. um, people and again this just goes back to the idea of just network collaboration yeah. joining a network being part of something and that will lead you who knows where that will lead yeah. you i think that's the the most exciting part of it no one exactly yeah. knows where that will lead them so and, and like i think a simple phrase for a network um is uh or a, a simple expression is one plus one equals three <laughs> like that, that's one that I, I stayed with me for like for a very long time one plus one equals three and uh because when you put two people together or when you have people as individuals you can produce more as a group rather than individuals and that's what I, that's what i see a, a network is and as they always one say one plus one equals, equals three. three yeah one plus one equals three because it gets all the mouse laws that we've, we've my gcse yeah. results were wrong <laughs> <laughs> and 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 also like there's the kind of um kind of cliche phrase where people say uh your network is no no is it your net worth is your network or mm. the other way around like it, either way, it it's the same it's yeah, the same, same meaning yeah. yeah so it's like your your network is your net worth mm. so what how your value judge yourself is um dependent on who you're networking with and mm. who you have access to as like a friend or someone that you can go to your maven yeah your maven i'm gonna be using this word yeah maven, maven maven and super maven yeah, but <laughs> you have to get to a certain stage before you can yeah. call yourself a super maven nah, nah, clarence avon no. is a super 
super maven. You are a potential maven. No, no, no. I'm putting super maven in my Twitter bio. And no one's going to know what it means, but I'm still going to put it there anyway. It might pique some interest. But yeah, no, that is so fascinating. So I just wanted to, let's round up here because we have been pushing on for quite a bit. But thank you very much, Deji, for coming and dealing with this mind-wandering topic of networking with me. Yeah. Where can people find you? Okay, um, so you can find... Okay, I'll, I'll give you my personal stuff. So um, you can find me... No one me wants on, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, which is Deji, D-E-J-I underscore double M-G. Don't worry, this is from my young days. Um, <laughs> and then my Instagram is, um, again, Deji underscore S. Um, and then the Obsidian Network. You can find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and... Um, Instagram. So what it's um, v- the obsidian, um, which if you um, it's very long to. If spell. you don't know how to spell it, y- y- yeah, learn. Yeah, learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's um, the obsidian, and then um, ntwk. Uh, if you put that on Twitter and on Instagram, it's just the obsidian network, and it's the same on LinkedIn as well. So yeah, just you can find us on any of those platforms, and yeah, see what we do and yeah one funny story <laughs> you said um don't look at my twitter handle it's old so a couple of months back i was late for work and i needed to send an email to my manager yeah. to um to tell him i was going to be late yeah. however like everyone does i have two email i have more than one email address you have yeah. your serious one and you have your oh. your nonsense one effectively oh, so just to, <laughs> so just to give you guys a little a little background so my email address <laughs> was little k Hot, no, Lil K287 oh, at hotmail.com. No. And using this email address, I sent an email to my direct manager and yeah. said, Oh, yeah, I'm going to be late. So I walked in oh, and he I was, was like, Who's this? No, I walked in <laughs> and he kept on looking at me, like giving me a weird yeah, talk. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I thought you were going to be angry. I'm late, but okay, if you're happy, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But he was just like, So, um, Timmy, what's a Lil K287? Ah, fuck. Shit. That's my street name. Still, <laughs> <laughs> and then I basically had to go into a whole conversation explaining what little catastrophe meant <laughs> and catastrophe was coincidentally spelt with a k but um yeah oh, no. <laughs> so i understand having a weird twitter yeah, handle i think, I think my, my one is, is um young g young g back in the i, I, I wanted to call myself young general but <sighs> i i agree with that you know i wasn't rude i wasn't fuck i was, <laughs> I was just a guy trying to get his gcse like, I was, I was, I was young gcse <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, so that is another episode of the Mind Wanderers podcast. Another book for the library that is your mind. I'm your host, Timmy Chatelou. Peace.